0: Welcome to Horror Study Hall, the academic side of horror. I'm your host, M.A. Reynolds. It's time to get spooky. Welcome back to Horror Study Hall. So glad you can join me. This is Episode 11: The Sound of Horror. Horror does not want its audience to simply watch a movie; that it wants us to experience the movie along with the characters as a passive participant. Sound is used to fully immerse the audience into the horror experience, to induce feelings of anxiety, fear comedy and relief alongside our protagonists. Horror is not only seen but heard. Sound and film can be classified into two main types of sound: diagenic sound, or commonly referred to as like actual sound. Um, this sound is sound that we can easily identify from the source from which it originates, either visually or inferred. So examples of that could be, of course, the speaking, the language of the characters on screen, the sound of the footsteps as they walk across a tiled surface, maybe a door opening as you physically see a door open. Um, You could also have the door opening off screen, but you could hear that creak and recognize it as door, sounds of water. You get the idea. Now, the other type of sound is non-diagenic sound, and that is sound without an inferred or visually identifiable source. Um, It could be like commentary sound, such as narration or theme music. It's sound that's not quite as straightforward, and we can't really identify where it's originating from. Composers, Foley artists, and sound designers use psychology when creating sound for horrors that will cause us to react to what we hear. They're using the diegenic sound to create a base reality for our ears and non diagenic sound to build suspense. When you think about sound in horror film, probably the first thing that comes to mind is the score or musical soundtrack. Composers make the most out of the tools that they have available to them to induce fear in the audience. They use instruments like violins, guitars... Um, We hear a lot of string instruments in a horror film. They tend to be the instrument of choice alongside more synth instruments like keyboards, synthetic sounds. Um, Takes me back to the 80s and the the synth movement of the 80s, those kinds of uh, musical instruments. They create unique sounds with these instruments to drive emotion by playing them in creative ways. From the article, How the Hidden Sounds of Horror Movie Soundtracks Freak You Out, Henry Manfredi, the composer of the original Friday the 13th score, states, and I quote, The sound itself could be created by an instrument that one would normally be able to identify, but it is either processed or performed in such a way to hide the actual instrument. An example of this could be the high-pitched violin's In Psycho, as Marilyn Crane is stabbed in the shower, they are making a very high-pitched screeching noise repetitively over and over to increase the sense of fear in the audience. These high-pitched sounds are unpleasant to the human ear, causing discomfort and signaling the danger of the scene. Many composers use instruments in very creative ways to make them sound slightly different, or even layering sound upon sound upon sound to give us a very unique experience with the film. The score of a movie is often used to set the tone of a scene. Soft, Calming music is used for scenes that are depicting mundane aspects of day-to-day life. Maybe the day-to-day life of our heroine going to high school or babysitting. We'll have just your traditional background scores during those scenes. But when something is going to happen, the score will will start to slightly change. Sometimes it'll pick up the pace. Sometimes the pitch will either become higher or lower. The melody that we've been listening to over and over throughout the film slightly distorts and changes to let us know that something is going to happen. Once these changes occur, the score helps us understand the dread long before the characters on the screen understand what is about to happen. We may hear the music pick up, like I mentioned, to create a sense of urgency. We may hear it drop to let us know that there's some sort of monster or other individual close by ready to strike the music be- can become a character of the film a great example of that is the friday the 13th the sound effect um it's it's really supposed to be kill kill them mommy but um the composer took just the k k i sound and the ma sound and just um, put it through some sort of synthesizer to have it repeat, which every time Jason or Jason's mother is close by, you start to hear that sound. So you know that the bad guy is nearby and the people on the screen may not see them. They may be busy in the shower or doing other things. <laughs> I'm not going to mention, but we know as the audience, because the, the score has changed to that repetitive quote-unquote theme song to let us know that something is happening. This this is causing dread to build in us in anticipation of the scare. I have a great clip I'm about to sh- share with you by the Newton brothers who wrote the score for The Haunting of Hill House, the miniseries on Netflix that came out in 2018. So in this clip I'm about to tell, play for you, the Newton brothers start with a slow, calm tune. About halfway through the song, the tone starts to shift to more of a menacing sound, and it builds with a slow um, iteration, Or oh, not a slow iteration, it starts to build into something um a little different, a new iteration of what the first half was. It's a similar melody, but with a more feel fearful vibe. So I'm going to share that with you right now. The clip I just played contains several techniques composers use to increase fear. The music starts quietly, building up intensity as it moves on. Did you hear how the music increased in volume very suddenly to cause a jump scare? This is intentional to jar the audience and cause a psychological response. And then after the jump scare, the music goes back to the main melody from the beginning, but just slightly more menacing, slightly more uncomfortable. Composers have gotten very creative when creating scores for horror film. Many have layered other sounds in with the instruments. Animal sounds, bells, sirens, etc. are often used inside of the score and layered and hidden inside of it. We as humans are programmed to be weary of sounds of predators or distressed animals, screaming sounds that we feel should not be where they are. Putting all of these unique sounds inside of the score can influence the emotions of the listener. These non-linear sounds can cause anxiety due to the absence of the cause of the sound on the screen. Um, we cannot see what is making the sound, or at times even pinpoint its origin or really understand where it came from. Our imaginations will fill in those blanks to cause us to become more frightened. I may pronounce this name incorrectly, so apologies, but one of my favorite scores is from Roque Baños. Um, He composed the the score for the 2013 remake of Evil Dead. He uses these hidden sounds quite effectively in his songs for, the, for this movie. And I'm going to play a very, very brief clip of what I'm talking about for you. Did you hear the unique sound in that clip that isn't typically used in a a musical score? What did it sound like to you? Did it sound like maybe a cow? I kind of thought that this time listening to it, that it kind of sounded like a very elongated boo. It's actually a siren. The siren is typically heard. When there's some sort of a disaster or emergency, like a tornado warning system or a hurricane warning system, an ambulance racing to an emergency, or maybe you're driving too fast down the freeway and you're getting pulled over by the police. Here, it is used to bring emotions that we feel when we hear the siren sound. It is causing us to feel like there's some sort of emergency happening when we're listening to the score, causing us to feel anxiety, maybe dread, depending on our context or whatever aspect we have heard the siren sound before. Here it's it's used to increase all of those emotions to help us really become engaged in what's happening on the screen. Movie scores are not the only way horror films use sound to increase fear. Foley artists spend countless hours adding sound effects to help increase the scare factor. They create barely audible sounds to make us doubt our senses, to make us pay closer attention to what is happening on screen, and just to enhance the movie-going experience. Techniques like creating barely audible footsteps to heighten our senses force us to strain to hear what is going on. Our dread increases as we are hearing these sounds being created by characters not on screen. When the source of a sound is not seen, we are paying closer attention as we try to determine where sounds are originating from. They are also using sounds as characters. A really great example is the, I believe, 2020 Invisible Man movie. When the Invisible Man is near Cece in the movie, the main character, sometimes you'll hear like a little whisper of wind. It is his character so that we know he's moving about, even though we can't see him. We can hear those very faint whispers of wind, knowing that he is there. His soft footsteps as he may be around the protagonist or hiding in a corner, I I don't think I've ever been more afraid of an empty room in my life. Um, Sound is one of the main reasons why The Invisible Man was so effective. Good sound in in a film can cause us to engage our biological defense systems. And then we may anticipate what we may be seeing if we're hearing the footsteps of the invisible man coming we may cover our eyes because we don't want to see what happens when we are engaging with the score we may also do the same thing the music starts rising we get a sense of dread we cover our eyes because we don't want to see what is about to happen now even though we have covered our eyes we can still hear what is occurring on the screen Possibly making us even more afraid as our imaginations try to fill in the blanks and determine what we are not seeing. Sound is used quite effectively to help us engage with the film, even when we aren't looking. There is a very good glossary of Foley sound and horror film found on vulture.com that I will add the link on my website and also um, in the show notes if you would like to go check that out there's some clips that are showing how sound is used as well as some of the sounds pulled out, out of the scene so you can just hear the sound um of like blades making that sheen sound um Whenever I pull out my pizza cutter and take off the lid, it makes that sheen sound and I find it quite satisfying in that context, but in a horror movie, not so much. Um, Another type of sound that I haven't quite discussed yet is infrasound. Infrasound is a low frequency sound that cannot be heard by the human ear, but it can be felt by our bodies. It has been known to cause anxiety, unsettled feelings, chills, nervousness or fear now the human ear can hear sound beginning at 20 hertz infrasound exists at 19 hertz and below this type of sound does exist naturally in nature in earthquakes in the wind sometimes avalanches it can also be found in some of our electronics um, sometimes a fan or a furnace will emit Infrasound, and when you're near it, maybe you can kind of feel a little unsettled. Movies have most recently started using this t- technique to drive drive up the sense of fear and dread. Um, 2007's Paranormal Activity is said to have used infrasound in some of their scenes. Now they do also use just that general low rumbling sound when something is about to happen at night, that does start to increase the dread. Um, it is possible, though I couldn't confirm. Um, that they start with those low rumbling sounds with maybe a layer underneath of infrasound or maybe it goes down into infrasound. Um, I do remember when I saw that movie for the first time, every time I started to hear that low rumbling sound, I started to get a little more anxious and a little more on edge because you just feel like something's going to happen. Um, I do have a short clip from the movie showing the rumbling sound I'm talking about that I would like to play for you now. I hope you could hear that okay. Um, there It starts just quiet and slowly builds to this low rumbling sound as footsteps are happening. Um, the ghost is coming to slam the door on the main characters. I was also able to find a standalone clip of infrasound from RHA Audio. You can find that link in the show notes and on our website. Um, I debated for a while about including that or not in here and I opted against it because when I listened to it, it did cause me to feel anxious for quite a while. I listened to it for probably about 15 or 30 seconds with my headphones on and it did give me some of those anxious feelings and I wanted you to be able to opt in or opt out of listening to that on your own. So if you so choose to do so, you can find the link in the show notes and on our website to check that out. So in closing, um, horror has shown how effective sound can be. The score jars us and induces fear. Foley artists bring the film to life in addition to having us fear what we cannot see. Infrasound causing us to feel the sound instead of hearing it. While watching horror, we can shield ourselves from the images, but we cannot hide from the sound. Thank you for joining us for Horror Study Hall. Um, Please remember to rate us and review us on wherever you listen to this podcast, share it with your friends. We would love to have more listeners come on this horror journey with us. Follow us on social media at horror study hall on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also find our website at horrorstudyhall.com for all of our show notes and links to our, our videos on YouTube. And remember to stay spooky, my friends. Have a great day.